Welcome back to the In My View podcast, guys. Um, I want to big up all the persons who have shared their comments on Twitter, all the questions that are that were asked. I'm gonna comment on those later. Um, for now, this podcast, this episode is basically me giving a preview of game week two. So we all know that English League has started and this weekend is game week two. And I am excited about this game week because this is the game week that has the biggest, like not the biggest, but the first big clash in the Premier League, which is between Liverpool and, and, and Chelsea. And well, Chelsea has been featured a lot in this podcast. Like persons probably think that I am a Chelsea fan right now. Listening to all of this. Like every week is a is a topic to deal with Chelsea. Every week it has something to do with Chelsea. But at the end of the day, if you're a topic, if you're in the news, you're gonna be you know, people going to talk about you. So let's just start there. Let's start there. Let's start at, at Chelsea versus Liverpool. So this game is Sunday. And a preview of this game right now, um, well, for me, I think it will be a draw. I think it will be a scoring draw. Um, I think the Chelsea team will be very motivated. Um, persons are thinking that they are tagged contenders. So they are going to go out and show that, yeah, we can actually go up against the best. Because there's a saying in sports, well, they're saying in everything that to be the best, you have to beat the best. And we know that Liverpool was the best last year. They are the defending champions. So people are going to want to go out and beat them and take a claim and say, yes, I am here. So for all the believers, all the persons that believe that Chelsea are contenders, this game will be a, a proper indication if they are actually challengers. I don't have them as a challenger, so I am just thinking that they're going to go out and, and just have a free shot at this Liverpool team. Um, I don't see Chelsea winning here. The um, reason why I'm saying it's going to be a draw is because I think the, the Liverpool defence is, is looking like it's only one game, right? But we can only judge based off what we have seen. And it's only one game, yes, but this Liverpool defence doesn't look all that comfortable. I don't think it will stop a Chelsea from scoring. So I am just thinking, and definitely Chelsea defense can't stop Liverpool from scoring. So it's either a draw or a Liverpool win. And I don't want to be sitting on the fence. So, but at the end of the day, I just believe that it's going to be a draw. So I am going for a draw. I really want to see how Kai Averts and Timo Werner play in this game. And I really hope Thiago Silva plays. Not Thiago. Not Thiago Silva. Um, yeah, it's this Thiago Silva. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm yeah, it's this Thiago Silva. <laughs> wow, <laughs> like my brain just went right here. So yes, I really want to see how Thiago Silva plays in this game. Um the bottom in to control the, 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 the defense line to be the leader in the defense. So I will I want to see how he plays. Interestingly, interestingly, the Liverpool team, we know what they're going to do. They're going to push the fullbacks forward. They're going to do all uh, this high pressing, high intensity game. So it is going to be a good match. It is a big match. And I'm thinking it's a scoring draw. 
I would love to see like a 4-4 or a 3-3, something very exciting in the Sunday. <laughs> that, 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 that would be very good to watch. Like a 3-3 or a 4-4 draw. But we wait and see. I'm, I'm, I'm going for a draw. I said this so many times, I just hope it really happens. So that's it for my big match preview. But there are other games to be played. Are other games playing? Kicking us off early Saturday morning is West Brom versus Everton. And I'm going out and I'm going to say it's a West Brom win. Like, yeah, Everton looks looks good. But I'm going to say it's a, it's a West Brom victory. I am the person who is always outside the box. So you'll find out more about me during the podcast. So I'm going to say Everton gonna lose this match against West Brom um Leeds Fulham I'm going for a Leeds victory if Hector play is going to be like 4-0 <laughs> um my team Manchester United I am really 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 interested to see how we go about playing um I want I'm, I'm looking I, I hope Van de Beek start I, I don't think Pogba will start seeing that he started training like a week ago so I think Van der Beek will start. We're gonna see what exactly he's gonna to bring to the table. And for this game, um, I'm going for a United win. The Arsenal West Ham. Well, West Ham is one of those teams where when it's a big match, they normally show. So is either they're going to be really good or really bad. And I'm thinking it's going to be a really good performance from West Ham. We have seen it in the past from them and Mikhail Antonio always show in these sort of games. So I am going to go for a West Ham victory in this game. Outside of the box, yes. I'm going for a West Ham victory. Continues into Sunday. We have Spurs, Southampton. I'm going for a Tottenham victory. We have Newcastle, Brighton. I'm going for a Brighton victory. I like how Brighton plays against Chelsea. I think a lesser team like Newcastle is going to have a problem with the way they move the ball and how they pass the ball. I'm thinking they're not going to give up those chances that they give up against Chelsea. And I think they're going to win. Um, Leicester Burnley. Um, I'm actually going for a draw here. Yeah, I'm going for a draw or a, a victory to Burnley. Um, yeah. That's what I'm going for. I'm the outside the box thinker. I'm thinking Burnley will frustrate Leicester. And I think, you know, one of them big Chris Wood or Ashley Barnes are one of them going to get a, a, a goal. I'm thinking Nick Pope will want to keep a clean sheet here. So I'm going for a Burnley victory or a draw. Aston Villa Sheffield. I'm going for a Sheffield victory in that one. Wolves versus Man City. Man City have these teams where they have problems against. Newcastle is one. The other team they have always have problems with um, is Wolves. Wolves is a team they have a bit of problems with. And I think Wolves will defeat them. Yes, I said they are going to win the Premier League, but that doesn't mean they're going to go through the Premier League without losing a match. And I think this is a game in which they are going to lose. 
outside the box yes that's it again that's me some persons call it madness but that's what it is that's how i'm thinking i'm thinking wolves going to beat them at Manu. so i'm thinking wolves so those are my predictions for game week two coming up next i'm gonna read out some comments and respond to them so keep listening so once again big up to all the persons who have tweeted and asked their questions the first tweet is from Stuart Payne on Twitter and his question is in recent years Everton has spent without making any real progression with an experienced manager in Angelotti and proper signing does that team have a chance to break in the top six if not how far off are they well i, I kind of paraphrase some part of 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 um Stuart question but you guys get the gist so basically this everton team they made three signings in midfield right but my view is that they are not top six challengers and i think there are teams that are well structured teams that have players that are playing in the premier league that show that yo they know what they're about i think wolves one of those teams i think they are between eight and nine right i think that the players on the bench of everton are the same players that have been struggling for three or two to three years so yes they have made three um investment in midfield but the defense is still suspect pickford has his rush moments and I just think that in order for them to have a good season, they need a striker, they bought their striker to be scored in double digits. I don't think Calbert Lewin and Richarlison are capable of getting 15 goals in order for them to challenge in the top six. So that's just where my head is at in terms of if Everton can challenge. So I don't think they can challenge for top six and I think they're about seven or eight. I think they are two to three shinings short. So that's the answer to that question, Stewie. The next question comes from Guru. Guru, oh, I think this is Sav. Um, please discuss the transfer rumors that have been circulating with top teams. Also, success or fail attempts. Well, I think what Sav is getting at is the Manchester United because I, I, I know Sav, so I know what, where his head is. So he's trying to get at what Manchester United is doing and um, the so-called failed efforts that they have tried to get Bale and, and that left back and also Thiago. Well, I am a Manchester United fan. I'm gonna, I, I think this question is a man new question, so I'm going to answer this question the best I can. Being a Manchester United fan and being just a, a fan is, is two different things. Like you have to know what how your, how your club is run. You have to kind of have an understanding of how your club is run. You can see the transfer policies and everything. When Manchester United signed Ole Gunnar, Ole Gunnar mentioned something about a three-year plan. He mentioned a change in, in the transfer policy of the club. Persons who listen to Gary Neville, Gary Neville speak about this a lot in terms of 
they are going to sign young British players and probably sign a top player in order to guide those players through. Now, when you look at the Manchester United squad, one of the areas in which there were rumours going around is with the left-back from Real Madrid. And you have to understand when there is le- like there's a legit interest and when it's just rumours. A legit interest for the Real Madrid um, left-back, I don't think that was something that Manchester United was looking at. The reason why I'm saying that is because there are two left-backs at the club now. Left-backs at the club now. They have Manchester United have given these two left-backs long-term contracts. So that means the club and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is saying that, that that is not an era in the team in which they need strength. So I don't think the left-back, I, I, I don't think he was an option for Manchester United or Manchester United was looking at him. I just think it's rumours. The next one is in central midfield, Thiago. Manchester United bought um, Vanderbeek. I don't think they would go buy a next central midfielder. There's no way they're going to give Matic three years, give Scott McTominay five years, and then be looking for a defensive midfielder or a deep line playmaker. They already buy Vanderbeek. They have Paul Pogba. They have Bruno Fernandes. Why would we be looking for somebody else in the middle of the park. So, th- it is clear that Manchester United is thinking that is either Sancho or nobody. So, the Sancho is actually a real thing. But the rest of the, the, the players' names that are calling out about and saying Manchester United got that player, Manchester United got that player, I just think these are rumours and not legit interest based on the, 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 the contracts that have been issued out, issued out to players and who and what position these players at the so-called interest or rumor is circulating about. So, so to answer your question, Manchester United needs to invest without a doubt. But the rumors are so-called failed transfer that's supposed to be happening. That's just it. It's just, just rumors. There's nothing concrete about it. If we don't get Sancho, then that is definitely a failed um, transfer. And we need to get Sancho because we need somebody on the right. So I think we will. I hope we will. But at the end of the day, the rest of players that you see calling about Manchester United are not looking at them based on the reasons that I have laid out before. So that's it. That's also it for the comment. We have a few comments here. Um Gerondi talking about Arsenal being a dark horse. And I see Penan saying I should love Hector. Bro, Hector played a really bad game and that's just it. He was the worst player last week. So I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I'm going to ask you to do what you've been doing. Help me to spread the word. Share in all groups. Share, follow the page and just continue to listen. And have a good evening. Thank you guys.